0: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
2: Hi guys, this is Megan, creator of the show. I'm here just to tell you that the next few episodes touch on some pretty heavy subjects and will contain content that some may find alarming. So please take the time to check out the content warnings in the show notes and take care of yourself. Thank you.
3: We Know None, Episode Six. What a Tragedy. Written by Megan Gwen Davis, and produced by Calliope Productions.
4: Yes, so just make yourself comfortable. I guess. Or as comfortable as you can in this situation. Thanks.
2: Um. And thanks again for sorting this out. I know it probably wasn't easy getting her to agree to talk to me.
4: Yeah. About that.
2: She doesn't know I'm here, does she? Not at all.
4: Alex! I tried, but she wouldn't budge. You know her, just like Frankie, once she's got an idea in her head, this is the only way that she's going to talk to you. She's going to get me arrested for trespassing! No, she's not. Just tell her I let you in, then she can't say you're trespassing. You're not staying with me? God, no. you both got weeks of grief and anger bubbling up inside of you and I'm not sticking around to witness that explosion. I like to keep all of my skin intact and not have it melted off by the force of your combined fire breath, thanks
2: suppose that's fair enough. But if she kills me, it's on your head. She won't kill you. She's
4: angry and sad and probably holds a bit of malicious intent against you. But she needs this. You both do. She's not been leaving her bed for days at a time. I hardly see her eat... And she can barely look at me without tearing up. And you? You've got eye bags down to your chin and look like you haven't showered in a week. Hey! And I haven't once seen you without your phone recording your conversations with people. It's not healthy. I'm really worried about both of you. Neither of you are handling what happened to Frankie healthily at all, and I think you two hashing it out will at
2: least bring you some closure. You're probably right. Oh, maybe if she's angry enough, she'll let slip whatever it is that she's keeping from me. (sighs) Yeah, maybe.
4: Or maybe it'll get you both to finally start seeing eye to eye and work together on finding my sister. Before it's too late. It's not too
2: late. It's not. It's never
4: too late. You go ahead and believe that. Look, I've got to dash now. Mum will be back in, like, half an hour. Word of advice, Gwen? Figure out what you're going to say and how to say it without sounding like a dick. Thanks,
2: Alex. I'll do my best. Good luck. (sighs) Well? No point in wasting time, is there? Frankie's Tapes, number six.
3: Griffiths here, about to conduct a phone interview with Harriet Plath about the disappearance of Millie Wiggins, her flatmate and friend and my old classmate. So far, from my own research, I know that Millie had moved out of student halls and into a student house with Harriet and two other classmates at the start of third year in New There's nothing that states anything about them not getting on or living in a dodgier-than-usual neighbourhood. I had a chat with Millie's mum. I had to go to church for the first time in about six years to accidentally bump into her. But I did learn that Millie had been pulling away before she disappeared. Never really talked about doing anything or making any friends. She was always a bit anxious, but I remember her always pushing herself through it. But yeah, she didn't really mention much else before she started crying, and uh, I don't really do well with all that, so I dashed. It sounds like Millie was suffering quite a bit with depression, which isn't uncommon, but it doesn't settle well with me on where she might be. I'm hoping that Harriet can help me at least figure out a bit of some kind of timeline I can string together for the article. There's no point writing it if I can't find a new angle. Gareth will never let it be published if it doesn't have some kind of hook. Insensitive prick. Anyway, I'm going to call now. Hello? Hi, is this Harriet Plath? This is Frankie Griffiths.
5: Ah, yeah. Frankie. Hey. I forgot this was happening today. It's about, uh. Millie. Yeah, yeah, sorry. My head's been all over the place since her passing. What a tragedy.
3: Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Wait, her. Her passing? Have they found a body? There's been no word of that over here.
5: Well, no, they haven't found her yet. But it's basically inevitable at this point, isn't it? She was such a talented girl, too. Such potential.
3: Well, I don't know if that's the best outlook to how she could still be out there.
5: Yeah, but unlikely, isn't it? Such a shame.
3: Yeah, she was always so kind at school, really cared about people.
5: She was like that here, too. Such a light in people's lives. Everyone's devastated. <sighs> Poor mother.
3: Uh, anyway, you lived with her before she disappeared, yeah?
5: Yeah. Her room is still exactly as she left it. We thought it'd be easier for her parents to come and clear it themselves, but... Well, they tried when they were looking for clues, but her poor father could barely bring himself to walk through the door without breaking down. Such a heartbreaking image. Uh,
3: was Millie acting strange before she went missing? anyone new in the months before?
5: Only me, really. I was a transfer student from another university and Millie took me under her wing. She was kind like that but I didn't see anyone new come around. She had a few close friends but she went through a bit of a rough patch. Not many of them stuck around. By rough patch? If you like, you're more than welcome to come up and I'll show you all the places she would visit often. See if you can see anything us lot haven't. A fresh pair of eyes sees all new angles after all. You can even crash in the house. We have a spare room now after all.
3: That would be really helpful actually. But I think I'll just... get a hostel room That's that's alright.
5: Of course. Don't want to be disrespectful to the dead. Completely understandable.
3: Yeah. Um, I'll. I'll send you an email with the details once I figure it out. Thanks for this conversation. You've been. very helpful.
5: My pleasure. I look forward to showing you around.
3: And, um, try and keep your chin up, yeah? It's not too late.
5: Of course.
3: Never too late. So, what day would be best?
6: Fran? Oh my god, is it you?
2: Before you start screaming, please just hear me out.
6: What the hell are you doing in my house? Get the hell out. I'm calling the police. You can't call the police because I was invited here. Oh, I see. So my first child disappears and my other one goes behind my back and brings you into my home? Oh, that's brilliant. Get out of my house! Jean, please,
2: I promise, I just need to talk to you. What
6: could you possibly have to say to me? The girl who's stolen my daughter away... What? ...and has let God knows what happened to her comes round acting like butter wouldn't bloody melt, demanding to talk to me. I haven't let anything happen to Frankie. I want to find her just as much as you. Oh, there you go again. I always knew you were a vicious little bitch, but I didn't think you were this intent on torturing me. God, why do you hate me so much? You don't tell me about
2: Frankie disappearing. I have to find out from the police, of all people, and I know you're keeping some of Frankie's tapes away from me. You told me they were pointless, so why have you kept
6: some? What are you hiding, Jean? Are you stalking me? Jesus, Gwen, look at you. You look deranged. Get out of my house and get some help. Stop changing the subject.
2: How are you not more deranged? Your daughter is missing. And the only thing you're doing is throwing accusations anywhere that sticks with no evidence. I'm the only one who's
6: trying to find Frankie,
2: and you're deliberately targeting me just because you don't like me.
6: It's because of you that Fran is missing in the first place. Ever since she met you, you've dragged her away from pursuing an actual career that'll help her in life. From university, from anything that would actually give her some bloody stability. If she'd have never met you, then she'd probably still be alive right now. She is still alive. I can prove it, but I need those tapes. My little girl is most likely dead, and if you didn't kill her, then you encouraging her to investigate Or those ridiculous and dangerous things was the cause of it. Either way, my daughter's blood is on your hands, Gwen, and no amount of you listening to these fucking tapes is going to change that.
2: You're right. You're right, it is it is my fault. It's my fault she's gone. I, di- I, I didn't pay attention. I, sh- I should have come back. I shouldn't have left her here with no one who believed her. I didn't kill her, Jean, I promise. I didn't, I wouldn't. I love her, I just... I don't know where she is, but I should know. When? You're right. Wasting all this time listening to these stupid tapes when I should already know all this. I should have been here with her, but I left her alone, and now I'm the one that's alone, and it's my fault.
6: <laughs> when come on, breathe for me. I'm
2: so lonely all the time now. I can't I can't stop thinking that everyone else. Is a part of this grand plan, and I'm just fumbling along without a script. I know. I know I should reach out. I should just stop all this obsessing. But if I try to rest for even a minute, I can't stop these thoughts of her decaying somewhere. Of her wandering this place she doesn't know with no one to bring her home. I know I sound mental, and I know I probably am at this point, but I can't stop. Until I can figure out what comes next, if I can just find out what to do next, and things will be okay. Again, I just need to know where she is and things will somehow work out, even though I know. I know that's not what's going to happen. And it's the only thing I've got right now to keep me from drowning. I need to find her, otherwise
6: I... Okay, stop. Look at me. Breathe. In for four seconds. Hold for four Out for four. In. One, two, three, four. Hold. One, two, three, four. Out. Right. Now you've calmed down. Stay there for a moment. Here. But... I still don't think you were good for her. And I can't pretend like this has suddenly changed my opinion. But you clearly want her back as much as I do. So here, if you think it'll help. How
2: how do you know that breathing thing?
6: I've been in your shoes more than a few times in my life. Especially the last few weeks.
2: Thank you. Thank you, I... I'm sorry, for.
6: Oh, stop it. We've both been awful. And we both know we're not going to suddenly change that just because we've cried at each other. Just make sure you get something out of those tapes. And I want them back. They're some of the only things I've got left that were truly hers.
2: I will. I promise.
6: Now, go home. Get some rest. Talk to your mum or something. You look awful. Are you okay? Alex will be home soon. And with all due respect, I don't really want you around. Fair enough. Goodbye, Jean. Thank you. Bye, Gwen. Good luck.
2: Ma'am, you home? Over here, Cariad. I'm bored. I just um. I need a hug.
7: We know none is a podcast produced by Calliopic Productions. Today's episode was written by Megan Gwen Davis and stars Megan Gwen Davis as Gwen Thomas, Freya Elsie as Frankie Griffiths, Kate Gallagher as Alex Griffiths, Knox Merrill as Harriet Plath, Helen Davis as Jean Griffiths, and Neris Howell as Helen Thomas. It was produced by Kate Gallagher, with audio edited by Liza Holmes, Megan Gwen Davis, and Kate Gallagher. Our theme was composed by Freya Elsie. Information on sound effects used and other cool things can be found in the show notes below. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Prod. If you enjoyed, please consider leaving us a review on your favourite podcast site or supporting us on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash CalliopicProductions. And until next time, stay safe and keep searching.
0: Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods,